Hello and welcome to Overthinking and Overtalking, a podcast about two sisters and night experiences with me, Barney Knight, and my sister, Karis Knight. We will be talking about issues that affect us all, from mental health to everyday women who inspire us and everything gritty in between. We'd love to hear from you, the listener, with any topics you would like us to discuss, any questions on previous episodes or stories you would like to share. Our email is overthinkingovertalking at gmail.com or DM us on Insta at overthinking underscore overtalking. So a brief introduction to us. I'm Bryony, I'm 35, a single mum to a nine-year-old. I also have four cats, so literally the crazy cat lady. I have a lovely plethora of mental health issues such as generalised anxiety disorder, depression and agoraphobia, although the lockdown has actually helped with the latter as now I just want to get out of my house. And I'm Karis, I'm 31, I work as a full-time dental nurse. Last year, me and my partner bought a house that we are currently renovating, suffered with anxiety and depression for as far back as I can remember. I'm someone who speaks their mind, loves a debate and likes to be challenged, even though my anxiety can make that hard at times. In this episode, we will essentially be talking about the choice to have and not have children. And to help us talk about this topic, we have a guest today, the lovely Rachel. We have some different experiences with this topic between us all, so I'm excited to get started and get into it. First of all, let me introduce our guest, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. How are you? And could you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Hi, I'm good, thank you. Um, yeah, I went uh, to uni with Bryony. That's how I got involved in this. <laughs> and um, yeah, we did an English degree together. Just had our graduation ceremony. Uh, I live in Norwich with my partner, Sean, of 17 years. Yeah. Um, I'm 46. Uh, I've got a cat called Walter, who's my world. And your baby. my baby, my fur baby, um, the only baby I want, and uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, I've just started uh, doing article writing freelance for a magazine for the over 50s, so I've had eight articles published, so wow. that's where I'm at. Good achievements, thank you. So, as our listeners know, I am a mum and have a nine year old, and I've wanted kids for as long as I can remember, like. To the point I would have been fine being an actual teen mum or a very, very young mum. But it turned out I ended up having him, what, 20, 26? 20, 26. Fell pregnant at 25, didn't yeah. you? Had yeah. him at 26. And it, like even as far back as I can remember when you were a child, you were always one of those ones with the dolls with the and pram, the pushchair around, pretending to be the mum and like you had me <laughs> and I would be your baby sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and I, my... My personal take on it is that I've always been on the fence. I could yeah. I could have them, I could not. I'm really... And I know a lot of women say, like, oh, I'm not fussed. And I'm genuinely not fussed. I, you know, both avenues seem lovely. If we have children, child, whatever, that would be a nice life. If we don't, the, the financial aspect of it is more holidays, nicer cars and... <laughs> Things like that, you know, so both lifestyles appeal to me. Yeah. <laughs> freedom, freedom. They both appeal to me. So, you know, I'm very on the fence about it. And obviously, I'm 31 now. She's getting old. <laughs> bought our first house. It is the time to sort of think, like, do we want them or do we not? I so want still... you to have them. <laughs> I need to get my broodiness out with a niece or a nephew. Because you always thought you'd have more than one, didn't you? I wanted four. Four. <gasps> I know, I'm mental. That's then I had much. one and I was like, maybe two. Maybe two will be all right. But circumstances were that I've only got one. And I'm happy with that. And I do not want any more. No. So well, I'm 34 now. Uh, well, yeah, your son's a lot older now. Yeah. So it's a bit different. And I think it gets to an age where you think, oh, well, actually, they won't have that 
relationship like me and you there's only four years difference and Ooh. I think if I was to have children I would want two because me and you are a two set sibling yeah um, my partner he's a two set sibling yeah we're quite close my partner's not as close with his brother but he, they are mm. in a way you, you've got a brother and a sister as well haven't you I have but my circumstances are a bit more um, well, not unusual I suppose but my sister is 16 years older than me. Yeah. My brother is 15 years older than me. Um, same mum and dad. Mm. I, but now, how did my boyfriend's mum put it? I was a shake of the bag. <laughs> um, <laughs> I quite like that. Yeah, shake of the bag. So I was a bit of a shock, I think, yeah. uh, when I came along all you, those years later. You weren't planned then? No, <laughs> no, I was not planned. I think they thought they were done with Tina right. and Robert, and then, hello. So were they, they were like 15 and 16 when yeah, you were born then? when so I was they born, were yeah. Like teenagers sort of they getting were. ready to leave the nest, well, and then... Well, apparently my brother was really embarrassed to have a pregnant mum. Really? He was at that age where he was like, I'm really embarrassed by my mum oh, being pregnant. And, but my sister, like, treated me like I was a doll and like Same. I was her own. She used to take me out and oh. um, she worked at a restaurant, Captain America's, and um, she's still in touch with some of her colleagues. And they, they said she used to bring me in and dress me up and sit oh. me down and was like, um, like I was hers. Um, I think she soon got fed up with that. But... Um, yeah, so... But do you find, because they're closer in age, and you're obviously the surprise, and there's such a big age gap between you guys, do you have the same relationship with them as they do with each other? We do, and do you know what, but that's since I've gotten older, older yeah. when I was little, that was like they are another set of parents... Yeah, they yeah. spoiled me rotten, you know, because they were out to work. You um, were the baby. I was the baby. Oh my god, I can't tell you how spoiled I was. And they were like <laughs> That's another so set sweet, of. That is sweet, but they were like the cool parents. Yeah. Um, and they used to take me everywhere, and oh, they were brilliant. And but as I got older, I remember like going out for my first drink with them. Um, the relationship starts to change. I'm more on yeah. a par now. It's like all three of us. Like I'm 46. Uh, Tina's 62. My brother Robert, he's 61. Mm. We might as well all just be. We, we sort of met in the middle. They're sort of young for their ages as mm. well. Yeah. yeah, and they've never had children. Yeah. So that's why we're probably so close. Yeah. Because there's just us three. No, no, none of us. No grandchildren. No, no. grandchildren for mummy. How, how does mummy feel about that? Mummy's. Um, Relieved, I think. <laughs> you were the surprise enough. I was, she was yeah, like, she's done. She's done. But I think because she's seen, uh, like, my friends with their children and their mums are, like, picking them up yeah. from school, helping out when they go back to work. And my mum was like, like, I won't be doing it. If you did one, well, I won't be doing that. You do know that, don't you? I'm like, yes, mum. I'll see it once a week. Because I used to see my nanny once a week. Yeah. And I think that's been ingrained in her. That's, like, the nanny role. Yeah. Um, but she said if... She didn't want us to have children because she knew we didn't want them. Yeah. She said she couldn't imagine. She knew that wouldn't make us happy. So she was happy not to be a grandmother. But she said if that's what we wanted, she would have been happy for us and she would have been happy to be a grandmother. But she, I tell you what she said. She said, you don't miss what you've never had. Yeah, that's, that's very, very true. true. She can't yeah, imagine definitely. being a, a grandmother. So have you always kind of known that you never want children? Like how far back do you remember that you think, oh, children, no. Not, God. not for me. Do you know what? I I think I was about 10 
Really? Seriously, I was 10. I, I can remember my friends had younger brothers and sisters, yeah. and they used to get on my nerves, basically. <laughs> and I can remember, like, going with my friends, this is in the day, she used to meet over the park until it got dark. Yeah. And um, they used to sometimes... The good, old good old days. Good old days. We were like, make we were, sure you're home, bad time, it's dark. We were feral. Well, don't until the street, home until yeah, dark. Until the yeah. street lamp started going on, and, yeah. <laughs> get out of the house. <laughs> Give me two rings when you get there. <laughs> <laughs> and then um yeah so they used to bring their younger siblings with yeah. them and i can remember thinking oh my god this is annoying <laughs> um because they needed attention and and i've always been an animal person mm. and my, my friends used to bring their dolls out with them and i used to bring my roland rat teddy bear <laughs> and um oh, i love it everyone <laughs> else bringing their dollies and you've just got a roland rat. rat yeah got my rat <laughs> and my friend had a baby that's called a baby william and i can remember she put it in the swings over the park and I'm thinking, oh, what the hell is that? And I just, <laughs> those dolls were just hideous to me. They just, yeah, creepy dolls. So, um, and I think also a boy in our class told me what happened. I didn't really know. We hadn't had any sex education at that point. Mm, right. but, but what you had to go through to have this baby and everything. And I remember thinking, no, that's not for me. I just knew <laughs> I never want to get married, never want to have children. Yeah. I knew that from an... Uh, that's funny. I haven't always known what I do want, but I always knew what you I didn't, didn't want. want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's I, like I've always known that I wanted children yeah. from a very young age. So it's kind of like the same sort of thing. It's like, you know what you want, you know what you don't want. That's the thing. I think it's really... You might not know what you want, but knowing what you don't want, yeah, I think is better because a child is a permanent thing. It's not, you well, know, the gravity of having another yeah, human being to look after that really weighs heavy on me because <laughs> I just, I that's such that's the ultimate commitment. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because getting way. married you can get divorced. Buying yeah. a house you can move out. And yeah. Go your separate ways. Having a child, oh. you're linked for life. For life. People well, say, well, I mean, you can leave them in the woods. <laughs> You can, but I think some people will be knocking down your door. You might get arrested. <laughs> and then that's a whole different life you've just got yourself into. Yeah. But yeah, I think knowing what you don't want is is far better because there are plenty of children out there who have been born and then unfortunately gone into places like the care system yeah. and things like that because those people may have made the wrong decisions yeah, and this... realised that it wasn't for them. And that, that, then, that child then suffers. You exactly. Know? And that's, that's a big thing is deciding if you want them or don't make the right decision for you well I, I think as well if I had wanted children I always said that I would have uh, I can have my own children yeah. but I said I think I would have adopted because yeah. I just just I don't know I just always thought that because I'm, I'm like that with animals though I, I get one from the shelter yeah. you know I've never had a pedigree cat or anything no. um, I'll get the feral <laughs> out, out <laughs> of the, the tree street. yeah of the tree yeah, Come yeah. Me. <laughs> I'll give you a better life because like obviously there are a lot of women out there who choose to go through IVF and for me I've always known I if I can't have children naturally I will not put myself through IVF I'm not that desperate to bear that child within me and push it out <laughs> of me I'm not that part I'm like mm, I could do without that that's fine yeah so I wouldn't put myself through you're IVF. at peace with that yeah, yeah. so yeah. if we discovered if we said we definitely wanted children and we discovered we couldn't have them yeah. naturally we would look through the adoption route yeah 100% you know there are a lot of good success stories out there and there are a lot of bad things that happen when you adopt children and things it all depends but giving someone else that chance if you can't have one naturally I think is far better for me personally 
than putting myself through IVF. I know with all the hormones and everything, I'm crazy enough as it is. I don't need to be <laughs> pumping myself full of all these hormones. Well, you have to like, and... inject yourself every day. And, and you I can't, can't do that. Do you? Yeah, every day. I can't yeah. do injections. Like, at I think the best it's in like your thigh or your bum or something. Yeah, yeah. every God. single day. I don't mind the do injection. It. It's the child at the end of it. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so you, should, like, you, ha- you have to inject yourself hormones to like release eggs or something so they can it's, retrieve. It depends on what your problem is. Okay. Someone I know, she she had to inject herself every day to get her um, oestrogen count basically up um, to produce more eggs. Yeah. Um, you know, and I just think, oh, I just couldn't. I can't imagine what that, you know, because people think I'm odd sometimes, but this is, this is something that's in me. Sometimes? I, Sorry, as you kindly corrected me um, all the time. Um, But it's something that's... I wasn't born with any maternal instincts whatsoever. Neither... My brother wasn't born with any paternal instincts, sister, no maternal instincts. And I just feel like that's, like, in my DNA. That's in me. I can't help how I feel. So I do... um, My heart goes out to people who do want children and can't... I can't imagine what that feels like. And I don't even pretend to try and understand, but I just know know that's upsetting. I would have done anything to have a child. Yeah, you you really would. So you would would have done IVF? I would have done anything. Yeah, You would have, because... We were, we, I just got to that point hadn't three we, years you've been trying right. I had two miscarriages and three years of trying and we got to the point where we were gonna go get like tested and stuff like that oh, we can say come get one from the maternity ward <laughs> <laughs> just gonna steal a baby I honestly thought that's where you were going we, we were gonna, gonna go, go to the hospital we were gonna go we were gonna nick someone else we were just gonna steal a baby <laughs> Sorry, that was very <laughs> no, serious. Carry on. <laughs> um, yeah, so we got to the point where we were like, you know, we were going to go get tested and stuff, and and I was so obsessed. I was doing the ovulation, like yeah. pee on stick things, and I had like calendars charts and calendars, and, oh. and I'm like, right, I'm ovulating. Let's go. Like, <laughs> we're not doing that. But until. it became romantic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say it, it became. So, it was so obsessive, and it became clinical. It really was, yeah, yeah, for you it guys because it was like he was like just expected to perform. <laughs> And it was, it was like, it, oh, it's go time. There's the thing, an egg there. The we're doing it. The thing is, as well, it was this cliche, and everyone kept saying it to me. Oh, it will happen when you're not expecting it, or you're not trying. And I'm like, oh, shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, you probably like, didn't believe whatever. that at the time. But then we went to New York for yeah. your hot for that holiday for your twenty first, and I came back and I went, oh, do you know what? Just forget it. I won't bother. I'll like, I'd stop drinking. I'd stop like wow. having fun, going out. Do, like I was obsessed. So and then like what a month later. Pregnant. Pregnant. Wow. So that, yeah. I was like, oh, everyone was right. I should have just not been like a crazy person. It's hard to believe that at the time, isn't it? You know, when people are telling you once you relax, that will will happen. But I remember sitting in New York and we were in Applebee's and you're just crying. Yeah. About the fact that you've, it's been three years, it's been horrible, which must have been awful. I didn't really relate because I was like, well, I'm not that fast. Yeah. I'm 21. Yeah, I'm just you 21st. Yeah, I'm Just to eat your pancakes and shut yeah, up. Stop crying in your pancakes. But it was, and then, like like you said, when you got back, it was just like, do you know what? No more ovulation sticks, no more charts. And it, and it yeah, happened, yeah, which was really, really good. And that is a really great story in a way because so many people try for so long and then it becomes, you know, so obsessive. Yeah. And, you know, you've got charts and ovulation sticks. And I just think... I don't think I've got that kind of commitment, like to be that bothered. I mean, if it doesn't happen the first few times, I might just be like, "Oh, maybe there's something wrong with us. Should we adopt?" <laughs> <laughs> so, 
this question's to both of you, really. Um, more for Rachel, but I suppose you can chime in a little bit, Karen, if you oh, like. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Do you find um, people judge you for not having or wanting kids, and what sort of comments do you get from people? Do you know what? I must say, um, I haven't had too much of that. No? I think people get to know me and think, yeah, you really shouldn't have them. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I've heard... Cause, uh, this subject does fascinate me, Um because obviously the majority of people I know have children. So yeah. I am quite unusual in that respect. Especially with the rest of my family not wanting them as well. Um, so I do watch a lot of programmes or where the topic is, you know, about having children. And yeah. other people have said, oh, I always constantly get asked and things like that. But I don't. I think because my family have never asked me or put any pressure on mm. me. That they're... Um, yeah, they, they just, that, that just wouldn't even enter their head. But my friend, uh, before she had her two children, her mum and dad were really pressuring her to give them grandchildren. Yeah. Um, and I've never had that from my family. And I've never really, probably because my friends know me so well, mm. they've never even broached the subject yeah. with me. Um, and as for strange, you know, like, not strange, but, you know, people you meet, I had one person at a wedding say so um why don't you have children mm. and what a really abrupt really but so direct question like so why don't you have children? so direct what if People you know i rude. hate those kind of questions because what if you had been trying exactly and what if that was in your three years Bryony, where you yeah. were really trying well like no but you that's the thing i down. Like, you know to get yeah. it because like as soon as i got married that's the first thing people say so when you're having kids what like I've just got married? Yeah. Can I like enjoy being married for five minutes before I start popping out children? Well, ch- more people have asked me about marriage than they have about children. Really? Yeah, yeah. Even recently, someone said to me, um, me and Sean were out shopping, and they said, "Oh, so Sean, are you going to put a ring on it?" You know, like I was like, "Well, actually, I don't." He won't be able to afford the ring that you're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> And I'd be mortified if he proposed to me, especially in front, you know, when they do it in front of people. Mm. I think, God, don't put me in that position. But I've got to embarrass you and say no. But no, to the marriage. But I'm lucky he doesn't want to either. But yeah. um, the lady at the wedding who said this to me, I just answered her as directly as she asked me. And I just said, I, I really don't want children. I, you know, I prefer animals. Um, that sort of thing, and she was really quite taken aback. By, but I don't know what she expected me to say. Um, and apart from, I've had the odd comment. This was at a, a children's party, ironically enough. Um, <laughs> and there was a load of mums feeling guilty about sitting there having a glass of wine. And oh, well, I never feel guilty. <laughs> <like that. laughs> And they were talking about mum guilt. And okay, granted, I don't understand. I don't know anything about mum guilt at all. Um, But I was just trying to be nice and make one of them feel a bit better. And said, oh, don't worry. You know, just enjoy that. She said, no offence, but you won't know what we're talking about. And I thought, you've never met me. You've don't... Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was so rude. And actually where yours was coming from was a place of like, oh, you're trying to make them feel better. I was trying to, yeah. feel better. And she was just like, you don't know what you're talking about. Exactly, exactly. I I, I thought, you're right. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I was actually trying to be nice. don't have to be rude. Yeah, you don't have to be rude. Yeah. People say things to me and they don't know what they're talking about, but out of politeness, I'll be okay, thank you. You know, like you just... Yeah. yeah, but so, that is the only thing that's happened really with regards to judging. So I think saying that though, I think I remember in uni, like a couple of people were a bit surprised that you didn't have children. And when we like found out, like 
I was how more surprised. <laughs> I was more surprised at how old she was. I was like, you're never, never in your forties at all. Like, no. I wasn't surprised that you didn't want kids. I was just like, you're never that age. You look too young. I can't deal with this. My brain doesn't can't compute. But I think once people get to know me, they're yeah. not. Do you think that? Were you surprised I didn't have children? No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't surprised. Like, for me, it's like, you know, do what you want with your life. I couldn't give a shit, to be honest. And, like, we used to have a family friend that yes. never wanted children. Yeah. So yeah. we've had people in our lives that have had, haven't had children. So, you know, so not really... much of an anomaly. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it didn't, it didn't really surprise me because I'm like, well, do, do what you want. Yeah. You know I mean? like... See, I think I get it more than, than you must have because I get yeah. asked quite a lot. Like, do you? Are you? You know, especially since... We've bought By a me. house. When are you? But when, especially since we bought this house in the last, I'd say, year, maybe two years, it a lot more people say, "Oh, so when are you having kids?" I don't know. I don't even know if we want them, or we're getting pressure from his his parents more <gasps> than our mum, and his parents want grandbabies. But and it's not just me and my partner that get the pressure. The his brother, brother yeah. and, and so they his brother pressure. hasn't got children. No, no. they haven't. They're, um, his They're brother's very close younger. They're very close in age, only a couple of years apart. And her partner's younger than you, anyway. Well, yeah, yeah. So um, you know, there's there's pressure there because they want they want they do want grandchildren, and there will be they will be great grandparents. They really will be really good at it. But it's not. I don't. You know, we're still doing up this house. We're you know. We're not ready People for that. People are so intrusive, aren't they? We're yeah. Just, they really are. But that's the thing. It's like, why does it mean, like, because you've got married or you've bought a house yeah. or you've well, this moved is in it. with a partner. So, they're like, when are you going to have children? When are you going to get married? That's what society it? expects, yeah. isn't it? It's what, so and whose mine. business is it? Like, that's yeah. my business. And, and like it, you said, you don't know if that, if you're having difficulties mm, or like, it's yeah. just, do you know what It's I mean? quite rude to us. It's so rude. A friend of mine, I remember this conversation so vividly and it will always stick with me. He said, um, so it's, friend of mine they they moved into a house together so it was straight away when you're getting engaged when they got engaged when you're getting married when they got married when you're having children <laughs> yeah they had their first straight away she said within the first two weeks of having their first which she bless her had to give birth in the pandemic like or like she said it was horrific because he wasn't mm. even allowed in the room Can't until imagine. she was ready to push it out mm. and then in the minute two weeks after she'd had her, her I, first yeah, I had was some... said so when are you having another i had exactly... i haven't even recovered from having the first like, I, what do you exactly want? I don't get that i had a c-section i'm still recovering from having my guts ripped out yeah. and people yeah. are like oh when are you gonna have another one are you yeah, but A, what business is of theirs? And B, what Are difference does it make to their lives? Why right. do they need to know? And that's that's a really valid point. What difference does it make to your life whether this either random person, colleague, friend of yeah. yours has a child or not? That's just How need to know, isn't it? How does it directly it? affect yeah. you? Well, you know, and the same thing, you know, I said, I've said before, you know, um, I wish I'd had another one, but circumstances were that that just didn't happen. But I do get the questions of, oh, you know, do you feel bad that you haven't given him a sibling? No, I mean, <laughs> oh my god! Why would you? What? That's not a reason what, to have another question. Is child? that to ask somebody? Yeah. And yes, I do. Thank you, but that's none of your business. That's and, mum guilt. You know, I've gone through a lot to have him, and afterwards, and mm. with partners and things, and it hasn't worked out that way. In an ideal world, yes, I would have had another one. It hasn't happened that way because life doesn't work out how you want it. How to. you plan it every time? And no. You know, now I'm happy that I got my one. Yeah. Because I always wanted 
you know, one at least one child. I wanted yeah. more, obviously. But if you but had I've a sibling, don't mean they're going to get on. No, no. We know plenty of, you know, we because yeah. quite a lot of people say, "Oh, you and your sister are really close, aren't you?" Because mm. not everyone has that relationship no. that, that we have. We're really, you know, we're pretty much inseparable most of the time. We're best buddies. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, you you can't guarantee that they're always going to get on. Some no. some um siblings have completely different personalities that never met and that once they move out of home they never speak to each other that's again. right that happens yeah. loads and like the thing is i'm not like bigging up my own child even though i am because i'm a fantastic mum um <laughs> he's a he's a good child he's a, he is he's a good baby yeah he slept oh. through like almost immediately other mums hated my guts yeah <laughs> um he's always he's always been good you know he has his moments obviously like all children do but he's a really good child and i think to myself what if i have one and it's horrible. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What if it doesn't sleep through the night? And, you know... Because even the stories of, of mum telling us how different we were yeah. as children, you were very happy to sit... Mum sit. could leave you in a playpen with book. one toy and yeah. you'd be there for hours. Me... Climbing you, out you, of the... You, you turn your say back. the second children. You turn your back. <laughs> she and was I'm, feral. I was. Feral. <laughs> and, then, and do you know what? Most, most of the people I know who have got more than one, the second is feral. feral. Yeah. But I do so have really a friend who has two feral children. And first and second, but I think that's also absolutely nuts. I think that's also though when you have your first one because it's your first one, you're so worried about everything all the time, and you're going to break them, and you're like wrap them up in cotton wool. When the second one comes along, you're kind of like, oh, they'll be all right. Don't worry about it. Another friend of mine has three, and and by the third, you're just like, yeah, she's over there. There's no baby photographs. She was over there a minute ago. (laughs) One of one of them might be playing with her. I'm not sure where the baby. Do you know what I mean? She's not quite that bad. And you're always, you know, I think as you go on, because you relax more, you kind of know that first one, you have no idea, you think they're so fragile. You you know, I don't know from my own experience, but from seeing friends have, have children, you know, that first one, there's so many pictures of them during their pregnancy. There's, yeah. You know, you get the updates and all of that. And then the second one, there's not so many. And like, even even comparison, so the first baby shower to the second, what they call it, a baby shower in the first, second is a sprinkle. Sprinkle. Oh, okay. oh you my know, God, I, I hate like that. that. Because, it's so stupid. you know, and by the third, I think people are just going, you've, it's a dribble. you've got a baby. <laughs> it's, it's, a sh- it's a baby <laughs> it's dribble. A it's a dribble. <laughs> you know, so it's... it's all on the floor. Yeah. You know, I think you do more relaxed, but I think the pressure of, of people just saying like, so... You know, you've had one. Are you going to have another? Are you going to have another? You know, and I but just think, think just because you're a woman, like yeah, that's, your, that's true. I yeah, that is your, your job in life is to pop out children. I don't know like, many men who get asked these no, same no, questions. Exactly. Double standard, like, yeah, totally. Because I don't. I mean, my partner does by his parents, but as I said, his parents are desperate to be grandparents. But I don't think anyone else would ask my partner. So when are you having children? Then they would more no. ask me, and I think that's such a double standard. Because yeah. what if? You know, what if he really... Well, because he does want one. I think it's me that's more on the fence that I'm like, well, you haven't got to push it yeah, out. Yeah, but you've got to do all the work. Yeah, exactly. He's just, he gets one... the fun bit of making the baby. Yeah, and I'm the one that's got to carry it around, but... go through pregnancy, potentially push it out. And you've seen me do it. it, and it was disgusting. Yeah. I'm, I'm not being funny. I know everyone says that pregnancy is this amazing, beautiful, wonderful, amazing time. It's not. I'm sorry to be real, but it's not. The only thing that I liked about your pregnancy was how 
weirdly mellow. I was so mellow. Really? I was well chill. You're like quite it, it was just like I'm quite an intense, intense person. person. You are, but you are. That is part of you. You're an intense person. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then during this pregnancy, she's just, just like, like, yeah, yeah whatever, whatever. Bring me a bit of cake, and I all will be well. You don't even like cake. No. no, I was obsessed with cake when I was pregnant. It's the only craving I had, apart from the tuna mayonnaise, which I was told by the doctor I wasn't allowed to eat anymore. Well, you were eating like a can a, a day. day. You're only supposed. To, and they were like, mercury um, poisoning. Were you a cat or a pregnant person? <laughs> she was a touch of both. <laughs> yeah, I was so like just whatever. And then when my colleagues at work got like suspended, and I had to run the whole shop like very really heavily pregnant, I was like, yeah, well, whatever, it's fine. Oh, man. Man. Like, whatever. Chronic heart. And I was in those I'd hormones. Walk to, I know. <laughs> I'd, I'd walk to work, and I'd be on the phone to you, and it would take me like nearly an hour to walk, like a twenty, a 20 minute, minute journey. Yeah. And I'd be like super late, and I'd just be sat on a bench going. You know, I'm late, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> Honestly, and you're one who just can't be late. No, and I so hate mellow about everything. And it was like, you know, if things change, you were like, yeah, whatever. And it was just so, I was like, who is this? <laughs> what alien are you growing inside of you yeah. that's made you this way? Someone literally took over your body yeah, and your really, mind. Really but yeah, it does it kind is. of fix. Jacob is quite a mellow kid. He's yeah. not. He's not a very intense. You obviously, he was his little personality Ooh. was already sort of starting. <laughs> creeping you out yeah <laughs> you're like oh definitely my body's taking over my personality there's a person inside a person that doesn't sound right oh no mate it, no, is, it, is, I mean, it is grim I, I don't these these I, I can't even understand these women who love to be pregnant I, I haven't did, oh, done it yet but I still oh, can't yeah. think of anything worse no I, I think it'd be better if we just laid eggs yeah and then each person could take a turn sit, sit on, on it. it yeah yeah do you know what I mean mate it's your go now exactly. and then you get to drink wine and smoke at the exactly. same time like, everyone's saying. a winner like it's, yeah I think the whole concept of it because like you think they'd have figured out by now some other way of uh, doing this yeah. yeah and the whole like the labour oh, oh it just looks so bad I don't know, like, everyone's like, yeah, but afterwards you forget all about it. I think I'm not going to forget the trauma of Life. pushing a baby out of my what's it. No. No, that sounds no, traumatic. It's, it's too, it's, no. So, as we've said, I've made the decision not to have any more children. Well, I mean, not that I really have the option no. now, anyway, being a single person. Um, but I do get broody sometimes. I think I said that before as well. Um do you like Rachel do you experience that at all do you ever regret not having children do you ever think do do you see like a little baby and think oh <laughs> her face you can't see her face but <laughs> no I I've had zero regrets um I've never experienced broodiness in my life I've looked at a raccoon and thought oh, I'd love a raccoon <laughs> um but I not a one of those um go up to the hospital go up to the hospital and grab one yeah like you you were going to um I wasn't oh, no sorry I, I just just for any lying legal purposes legal please, purposes please. yeah yeah she's do not, not contact the police that was never gonna she's happen. not a child snatcher um 
So, yeah, no, I've never um, experienced that. And people, are, like you've said about, you know, broodiness and things like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just can't imagine looking at one of these things. Creatures. Creatures. <laughs> and fact um, called it a small human, a creature, <laughs> just proves <laughs> that I've made the right decision. Children are not right for you. They're not for me, are they? They're not for me. <laughs> but, like, when my friends have had them and brought them to, you know, because people like to show them off, don't they? And um, look what <laughs> I've I'm made. Kind of lying, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look what I've made. And, um... And you're like, here's a raccoon. <laughs> I'm a raccoon. Are you jealous? Um, <laughs> when they brought them to me, and I, I, they, they're so happy. They're in a yeah. nice little bubble, and I'm so pleased for them. And part of me have thought, oh, they've got this bond and this like. Well, I suppose like I just feel at first, if that was me, that would be like a novelty of this. Um, person I've got to take care of I can imagine I'd soon get fed up with that I've never ever imagined myself doing a school run every day oh god it's horrendous oh god that I just routine can't of oh my god <laughs> and um <laughs> out knives. and then um I can't imagine like when I just go out I can just go out yeah I haven't got to well worry about anything <clears throat> I just that's the thing you've experienced with like dating Bryony isn't it that like some people who don't have children just don't understand they that you just can't just go on a date on a They're Wednesday like, oh, night. Can you come meet me tonight? Mm. No, I have a child. There must child be planning in involved. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's like, what I mean. Just I'm just like... planning an outfit. You'd have to plan childcare yeah. and an outfit. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be too much. Too you, much. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. That's one plan too many. <laughs> and guess which plan is the too many? But um, yeah, I, I just. Yeah, that's funny because I've never. I've tried to make myself because I keep thinking like there's not something wrong with me that's the wrong thing to say but I do wonder what is wrong with me sometimes in regards to a lot of things but um <laughs> when um people are queuing over babies they like yeah. you know you see like a mini outfit they're yeah. like oh my god that's so tiny so cute and I just think that's just an outfit but smaller you know I don't get that and you're like that's not gonna fit me I'm not interested exactly <laughs> yeah. just come in my size and then um they'll, they'll look at a baby say, oh but look look the little hands I'm like God no, that's like a bit creepy. You know, they've got little hands, their voices, and I just think I was a baby. Obviously, I was a kid, so I know what it's like to be a baby and a kid. And I just don't see. You didn't even like it then. No, no. To me, that's just like when animals have their young, their litter. That's just that's that's all functional, isn't it? Like the, the litter leave at some point. <laughs> the, um, you know that they walk like within a couple of days, like a year you, later. You, you'd, be, you'd have a baby and be like, "Why aren't you walking?" Exactly. Yet? I mean, there's a year later, and they're weeks, still, like, being still pushed here. around in these strollers and whatever they are, and. Um, and I just think, that just looks hassle to me. Hassle. <laughs> I see people out there shopping. I think shopping can be traumatic anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got a push, a human, and like, and they want stuff, <laughs> and they're crying. What I find the funniest thing in regards to shopping is, and we have done this in the past with Jacob's um, push chair. Oh, my God. when they laid in the <laughs> back of it, up. and the kid just and goes, oh, my bam. God. Yeah. Or they use it as a Batman ram. Like, I'm coming through. I like, did. The best thing about having a push chair is get out of my oh, fucking way. You're gonna have an ankle clipped. Ankle, yeah. I just think it's so. These kids' legs are just in the air, flailing about, and you just think that's. A, and the parents don't even notice sometimes. And you think the amount of times I've worked in retail and gone, "Excuse me, uh, your push chair's fallen over." This kid's just like, "What?" 
Yay! Like a turtle. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> oh, oh, it's like on his back. Like. <laughs> I just always thought that was hilarious. I was like, but then we did do it. We've done it. Jacob was in a push chair once that did fall Anyone over. who has kids and goes shopping, that always happens. Yeah, they always Oh, put. yeah. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? That's you an would. advantage to a push chair. That was, yeah, yeah. another <laughs> one of the good things about having a push chair is when you don't have to carry your bags, you just whack them on the push chair. Oh, I just bought one of those old ladies' shopping trolleys. That's <laughs> a lot cheaper. <laughs> A lot of hassle, a lot less hassle in the long run. <laughs> but when they see like when other people have seen like baby faces and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, look, they're so cute!" And I just think that's just they're just us, but smaller. They're just not developed. They're they're yeah. they're pretty like helpless, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what I mean. I think that's what annoy me. <laughs> that um, they're so like they don't do anything that you literally you, have want to... a, you want a self-sufficient baby yeah like my sister fresh was. out the womb off you go cook and clean for yourself well the family joke is my sister because my sister's fiercely independent yeah. so the family joke was she changed she used to change her own nappy she was like <laughs> that independent yeah and yeah that's what you want really from a baby yeah <laughs> that's what you want from that's what I mean. yeah. but see because there are some people who just love having babies and love yeah, having that dependency yeah. mm. and then there are others like yourself who don't would couldn't think of anything worse than having this small human depend on you and just be like, oh, just that's a lot of pressure, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, just grow up. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what you want to say. Just grow grow up, grow up. But it is a bit like that, though. But and I think it's so interesting to hear someone else just not wanting to have kids at all and just be like, no, it's just not for me. Because a lot of people, I think, are like me who are on the fence. Yeah, you know, especially around my age, you know. It's been hard to buy houses for us a lot, you know, because they're so expensive and things like that. And I think people are more considering, like, do we have children? Because actually, we don't have a lot of money anyway, even though we've got quite good jobs. Because children are really expensive and it's a big part of your life. And that that freedom, like you said, just goes. And you Mm. can't just go out with your mates on the drop of a hat. You know, I like the fact that at the moment, if the girls call me up on a Friday night and say, what are you doing? Nothing. Should we go out? Yeah. Even if it's to the pub or for a drive around or whatever, I've got that freedom. Whereas, you know, I wouldn't have that freedom if we had a child right now. I'd be like, oh. And you'd be a lot more tired as well. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be a lot more tired. So I'd be like, I'm I'm exhausted. Or I'd be like, oh, well, I'll have to see if someone can can watch the baby. And I don't need that really right now. I quite like the freedom I have. It's nice. Yeah, I I think that is a big consideration because I do know people who can't say they regret having children but if they had their time again that they they did it because they thought that's what you do yeah um and i don't think anyone until you have a child could even appreciate how they impact upon your life but the, oh the, the God, enormity yeah. of it involved yeah. you know um it's not just dress up and show oh, off no. sort of thing and is i think it? a lot of people think it is yeah you know because especially with social media and stuff you know you see yeah. all these that's people true. who yeah. have you know oh look at my baby isn't it beautiful but they don't see the the sleepless nights the getting up you know pooey nappies and you see on. a snapshot of that kid behaving at that moment yeah you know not a feral child running around with no clothes, with no on, clothes on you know and that's only the start of it that's yeah. just like yeah <laughs> you know i mean and then and also the the parental worry yeah. of as your child grows up are they going to be a good person are they going to fall yes. in with the right yeah. you know, are they going to make friends are they going to fall in with the right crowd you're are literally releasing have... that person into the world onto other yeah. people oh god what did Sorry. I do oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you know you, you've you often said I, I hope he 
you know, especially once he goes person. to high school and stuff, that he doesn't fall in with the wrong doesn't crowd or yeah. doesn't get bullied and, you know, or have things like social anxiety and things like that. You worry, you And you worry about them for the rest of your life. Yeah. God. It's not just the 18 years they may be at home. Of course not. It's, it's you know, it's forever, life, isn't it? And, and I think that must be, as a parent, I can only imagine, but I think that would break my heart to think that my child is going to school and getting bullied, yeah. not making friends, you know, that that would just like be a yeah. dagger in your heart every time he came home or she came home and told you about it yeah that just, yeah. yeah and you hope that your kids are communicating with you and, and yes. telling you things because what if they're hiding things or you know it's just all of it is just and just the worry and each if you have more than one it's a worry for different reasons yeah. you know one could be like you said fiercely independent and just get on with things and and you know but there could be one that's slightly not so independent then and... i'd worry i was treating them the same yeah am i giving the same attention do i like one better than the other does i wonder if that must See, happen I think, I think that is the secret to parenting that there's no parent will a, ever tell you there's, there's always, always a favorite. yeah i bet there is yeah yeah well i know always. I'm my, i know i'm my mum's favorite that's a family another family joke as well between me and my brother and sister <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think it's the same with like um different parents as well. Like yeah. not to be like an arsehole or say this and I always felt that I was more like dad's favourite and you were more like mum's favourite, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Not that they preferred us over each other, but I think I think we had like closer though. relationships. Yeah. Just and I think dynamics. different relationships, yeah. Yeah. not that they were favourites or anything. Yeah. If they had to push one of you off a cliff, they wouldn't know which one to no. <laughs> But I think, you know, it is because kids have different personalities and you're going to yeah. get on with one kid maybe more than you do. And and again, that can change over time because yeah, yeah. they get older. Because they change. Yeah, and you change. Yeah. And you might think, oh, actually, that that sibling or whatever does this for me, but the other one doesn't. But they used yeah. to be like that. And it yeah. changes over time. Or, you know, one's got grandchildren, so I see, I see them more because I see the grandchildren. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't see the other one that hasn't got children as much. Because, and that's a whole different relationship yeah. again, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. And I think that's the thing as well, like children with grandparents relationships like we've never really known our grandparents no like so i don't understand that relationship with grandparents no whereas elliot's always been so so close with his grandparents and we see them quite a lot and i don't i don't i don't always think to think oh like oh we must call his grandma and see how she's getting on because i've never had to think of that in my life but when his mum and dad were out to work and stuff they were left with their grandparents and looked after by them and family you know really close family and friends that we Mm. now class as honorary grandparents because they basically are you know they helped raise them and everything and I've never really understood that relationship and it must be like everything like that all of that just boggles my mind I know that's a when mindful you, yeah. that I will have to then so well when you think like, of it as a whole oh, it's like ah. it's a lot because then yeah. if I have a child I have to navigate all of this and and understand it myself and be like oh yeah leave them with the grandparents it's okay or and would you be ready for the mums at the school gate I don't think so (laughs) I don't think so because that's a whole other aspect as well isn't it because you've not had the best of times with the mums at the school and everything and I think yeah and I think they it's a it's again it's a society judgment thing because you don't look your age you get judged as like a teen mum or whatever yeah. when actually I've you're in your 30s. I've say it to my face. Yeah. Like I've had discussions, like I did at one point semi-make friends with a couple of their mums and I've said like I'm in my 30s and they're like, oh, oh, not not to offend you or anything. Whenever anyone says not no, to offend yeah. you, they it's go It's always quite offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I thought you were much younger. Like, I thought you had him when you were really young. 
And you know what they're thinking, like they're thinking. And it's like, like no, I was married, and I was, I was married. In my but even someone was a teen mum, you what, should be judging that person anyway, should you? That no, just, exactly. Yeah. Is the child healthy and happy? Yeah, yeah. That's all that matters. Doesn't make a difference. Fifteen, you could be fifty. Yeah. Who bloody cares? Exactly. Like, if that's what you want to do with your life, then just crack on. Some people are so rigid in their their thinking of what society should. Be and who should be in society. But that's it. it goes back to what you said about your brother being quite embarrassed that your mother was yeah. pregnant. You know, so it's that social. It's not the social norm as such, and it's mm. like, okay, but yours was the so, sort of typical yeah. social yeah. norm. But because you look young, dress more young, people tend to think like, oh, well, she must be a young mum, and and pre I mean, I that pre judgment. Like <laughs> Don't we all? Right, so Karis, do you think that the close relationship you have with my son, your nephew, goes towards your feelings of maybe not having kids, um, because in a way you already have one, especially like the more sort of fun side of it? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely like a really great aspect to being an auntie, because you get all the fun bits. You do, you know... Yeah. Even when he was a baby, I didn't have to... I mean, I did nothing. change nappies, yes. but I didn't have to. You know, I, that was a choice, you know. It was like, oh, Karis, could you? Oh, well, yeah. You know, and it's kind of good insight into what it would be like without having the commitment for a life, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is, it's, you know, a little practice run. And I love, you know, we are really close because, you know, that was the first baby in our family we were we've always been close so i and 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 that was a thing that i really struggled with when you were pregnant mm. is i really struggled with where do i fit into this oh that's interesting yeah, yeah. and i even when you told me you were pregnant it took a minute for it to settle in mm. and i was like what's your you, initial thought so when she ran you ran why are you doing this <laughs> Why, Why are you doing, doing this you? to me? <laughs> we have a great relationship. They can bring someone else into it. No, when you first called me, you were a bit disappointed with my reaction, weren't you? Because I it it didn't settle in, and you, you were like, "Oh, I'm pregnant." And I was like, "Oh, okay, lovely. Congratulations. Bye, and, uh, bye." And then yeah, it, you had to digest. I, it was about it. half an hour, wasn't it? And then I rang back, and I was jumping up and down, and I was really excited for you because I know how much you wanted it, how much yeah. you've been through, and then. As the pregnancy sort of went on, I sort of thought, well, where do I fit into yeah. this? What? How is it going to change my and yours relationship? You're not going to have time. And in a selfish way, you're not going to have time for me anymore. You're going to have a baby to I think after. all couples should consider this, yeah. to be honest. Because I, I always thought that about um, me and Sean. When people have sort of, you know, said, oh, you, you two don't have children. I thought, I don't want anyone coming along and ruining what we've got. We like our life yeah. together. That You're introducing a third person. I'm bringing someone home from a hospital. I've never, I don't know this person. Um, and um, what about if we do, like, yeah, I don't know this baby from, from Adam. Um, so, could, I mean, like, I might not get on with it. Sean might not. Or we just like, I don't know. I just thought, no, I don't want anyone else in our relationship. Like, yeah. That's the thing. You think, you know, that does happen a lot when, when couples have children and they split up because the enormity of the responsibility mm. and the, the way your life changes... And, and even the relationships it changes with friends, with family, because yeah. you know if your if your friends don't have children, they might not understand that you yeah. don't have as much time for them. And that's yeah. what I worried about with me and you is that you wouldn't have as much time for me. I'd just be left, and I'd be like, mm. "Well, we've had all this great relationship for all these years, and, it's and come now to an end. a baby has come <laughs> along and ruined it." But but all the way through the pregnancy, I sort of thought this, and even on the way to the hospital to meet him for the first time, I thought, 
how am I going to feel? Because yeah. I'm not yeah. a huge fan of babies. I think they look like potatoes well, when they're they first born. <laughs> <like early. laughs> but I, and it's so weird. And people say like, oh, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll just love him. And the minute I held him, and it was so weird because I never thought it would, it was a thing, you know, so cliche. But I held him and I literally thought, I would die for you. Wow. I would put myself in harm's way to keep you safe. And from then on, me and him have had the best relationship with best friends. Like, and I, you know, from even from a young age, I used to look after him mm-hmm. so that you and your ex-husband now um, could go out for anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. And I always loved looking after him. He was such a weird little kid. <laughs> and I really liked, I really enjoyed Aww. that he was just as weird as I was. Um, he you is know, a lot like you. He's, he's quite a lot like me. Even um, I then used to, as you used to work late on a Thursday, yeah. so I would finish work and go and pick him up from nursery, and I loved that. Loved oh, picking him up. Nice. And, and the mums used to think he was mine, because he does look he did. weirdly a bit like me. Not so much anymore. Not so much anymore, but he, but he did, did when he was when he sort was, of a toddler yeah. age. He did yeah. look a lot like me, and I was like, oh no, I'm, I'm just auntie, I'm not mum. God, no. Um, I mean, and when we were in public together and stuff, that they people think would he's say, oh, mine. Like, haven't you got a cute baby? And I'm like, oh. it's my baby! Yeah, I've done the work. Yeah. <laughs> I got that out of me, thank you. Um, and even like then, when that stopped and you stopped doing the late nights on the Thursday, I then said to you like, "Oh, I really miss that time. Like, yeah. can can I have him?" Oh, so you actually felt well, yeah, that sort I missed of, it. Yeah. So you know, I have him once a month. He stays over at ours, and and we just have the best time together. I mean, sometimes he's an asshole. Yeah. because kids can be but, but, yeah. but I think time, humans can all, every human everyone is yeah. 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 yeah exactly yeah. we all have our moments children are not exempt from that no <laughs> you know that relationship and I can't imagine you know not not doing things with him and then spending that time with him and I love the fact that he comes over here once a month and he has a great relationship with my partner mm. they yeah, like playing video actually, games yeah. together and he and my partner's fantastic with kids honestly at any party we go to if there's a child he's over there playing with the children and I'm like what's I'm just talking to the adults like how horrendous is it being a child uh, being a parent and they're like yeah it's horrible and he's there going oh aren't they lovely look at them and I'm oh god (laughs) he is more he's more drawn to having kids than I am but I definitely think that relationship between me and Jacob does make me think like because I've been such a big part of his life is that I do in a sense have that fulfillment of Mm, I've helped raise him not raise him but I've helped be there for him you feel like you've already done it in a way in a, li- in a little way I mean I know it's going to be a lot different if yeah. you do have children it'll be you know and then I worry that would it and that's a, another thing you think about is does it then I'm an over, overthinker anyway but then I think oh would that change mine and Jacob's relationship if I then have a child oh, yeah, will he yeah. feel put out will he feel like I did when Bryony was pregnant like oh who's this person coming in and, and ruining this relationship like, and I always ball. think like oh god but I hope that he would just be like oh that's I my cousin and he'd have a great, I think he would oh he'd be great yeah. he loves little kids and you know he, he does. does and I think he's at the age now where you can you can talk to him yeah and that's the thing I think now he understand and if I said oh auntie's going to have a baby he'd be really excited about it and he'd be like and you know we'd say are you going to come around and see the baby and he'd be really and he'd be like oh that's my cousin you know he'd be really excited about it but so so it does make me in a way think oh yeah it would be really good and then I but this is the thing I sit so on the I'm so 50-50 whether I could have kids or not but I think that's really good that you you know you've you've considered yeah every aspect and yeah, yeah. You, you kind of have to because we have such a great relationship. I don't want to lose that. I don't no. want I don't want any I don't want him to ever feel and that's the thing, I've taken his feelings into consideration. He's not 
even mine, but I, I feel like, would he feel like he's pushed out? Would he feel you know like how he, you... Because I'd still want to have him feel. once a month, yeah. but is that going to work? Because then yeah. we've got a baby. It's, it blows my mind every, every, every time I think about it. It's just too huge a subject to go, I definitely want them or I definitely don't. So, like, for you, that decision is amazing because you've gone, no, I definitely don't want them. You always wanted them. Yeah, and I'm yeah. the middle ground going, yeah, so oh, I don't... Uh, I'm really don't... of both of us. Yeah, really. I, just, yeah. I don't know what to but do. But for me, like, I think, I think that is a little bit of you overthinking and going oh, crazy. every day. Because, <laughs> like, your relationship with Jacob will never change no matter what. I ha- Yeah. Like, it won't. Yes, you'll have your own children, but you've had that bond from yeah. day one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He... It might have been different if you had children first and then I had a child. Yeah. It might be different that way. And then I might be in the situation you're in now. But you've had that relationship with him for nine years now. Yeah. If you have a child, there's no way that that's going to... It will change a little bit, but you're always going to have that bond. You're always going to be his auntie. Mm. And I've only got the one child, so he's only got the one auntie. Yeah. So you're always going to be number one auntie, mm-hmm. you know, and he's got all those memories and everything. He'll be number one nephews. He you will. know, and if you have children, you know, I think that will be good because he'll, he can, you know, he'll have that bond with you as well to help, I think now, help you look after the children, play with the children, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I think now he's older, I don't worry about it as much because yeah. like you said, I think, yeah. you know, if I, I say, oh, auntie's going to have a baby, he'll understand like yeah. what that is, what's going to happen, you know, and he'll get it and I can be like, oh, you know, you have to do this with the, and you can explain like don't touch the baby's head at the top because that's a weird thing well, why is there he... a, like a self-destruct button on top I know, of the baby's head I, know. I can't deal like uh, well also like, <laughs> your face I know I'm thinking this thing on top of their heads like is it like a dent or something they have a gap in their skull because to come out of the place that they come out of their skull can't be fully formed because obviously it gets squished squished a bit so they have a hole where it hasn't fully formed, and so it, it, it's, it's called pulse, a soft spot. It's called it, a soft spot, yeah. and it like pulsates. It's gross, honestly. Pulsates. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, it does a little bit. Yeah, and then as they sort of grow, I don't know how long it takes, but their their bones, their skull fuse. You know, well, you're about to hyperventilate, Rachel. I think I can't process this new information. <laughs> But also, in it's a like, way... I, I definitely, definitely that's, don't want just to... Just another strike against. But um, it's like like rodents. I just love rodents. But when they... Because they can, like, crush their bones and go under small yeah. spaces. And I think that's so good. So that this is, in a way... Yeah, I mean, you're comparing a baby to a rat, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always do That's this the week. way this whole uh, no, podcast is being going. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell I'm like, yeah, more more animals. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, but I suppose your bond um, with Jacob wouldn't just disappear. No, no. And also, if you did decide to have children, that might not be yet, and he might be older and going out with his friends. Yeah, and that's the thing. The later and later we sort of leave it as well, the older and older he gets. Mm. So it's a bit like, you know, the more he'll understand. and, And he can be, like, it sounds like I'm like this is the partner that's run off he can be as involved or not involved as he likes (laughs) you know he can he'll do whatever he wants to do if he doesn't want to come around anymore then don't come around I don't think think he will will I think he'll yeah I hope I hope when he's a teen even like he comes and stays with us and and stuff like that I think he will I think once you've got an auntie um, or uncle or whatever that you're close to you, you just 
you know, you're always going to be close. It's like when they say, like, family friends, oh, it's your auntie so-and-so, you know. Some of my friends' kids call me Auntie Karis, and it's like, yeah, because your friends do become sort of honorary aunties because they're always there, and you don't always see all your family or you don't have a sibling or whatever you know if you're a if you're an only child yourself you haven't got those aunties and uncles to come around and and look after kids or play with them or whatever so sometimes your friends become them and it's it's nice oh, that's one of my bugbears i hate that what like a friend saying yeah is being, it? yeah do you yeah why do you hate it i just oh i don't know because they're not because you you like to be like <laughs> you know what politically I mean? they're correct. not like yeah yeah a little bit well I just, I don't know. I suppose, yeah, it, it's like cutesy and like whatever, but they're not your auntie. They're just my friend. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, That's it might fair. be different maybe if he didn't have like an auntie. I suppose, yeah. I think and, if you're, I think if I was an only child and who were only children to begin with, he's, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be different. But I've never, whenever like he's met my friends and stuff, I'm like, this is. So Rachel, 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 yeah, yeah. You're not, not Auntie Rachel. You're not Auntie Rachel. Sorry, Rachel, but you're not. That's fine. She That's, That's fine. I don't think Rachel has a problem with that. <laughs> I don't think anyone's introduced me as Auntie Rachel. I think one friend might have done, and I just went, yeah. I'll just go with whatever yeah. makes them happy. But yeah, I'm quite happy not to be called an auntie or mum. Just, yeah. <laughs> any I, relation to any child yeah, ever. Yeah. <laughs> quite happy just to be Rachel. So because you're a single parent, Briny. Um, ready the mingle. Obviously, like you the have, Pringles. You have dated. I have. <laughs> She's dated with everybody. Um, but you just dated everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite. Um, yes, no. I am a slut. <laughs> but obviously, you there is because of your age bracket, most people have mm. children. Yeah. So obviously, have you thought about like obviously if you if you move forward with someone who has children, mm-hmm. how? that blended family would work and and would you be open to that blended family i mean i go up and down with the whole like do i date someone with children do i date someone without children because like we said earlier it's quite hard if they don't have children because they don't understand that you can't just on a wednesday night go for a drink you know it's it's hard both ways because the thing is with me well i mean it used to be not so much anymore but um uh i'm free like in the daytime in the week I'm not really free well I used to no I used to be free at the weekends is what I was going to say sorry. yeah um but whereas a single dad tends Isn't. to have their children at the weekend so mm, you've got that obstacle yeah. to sort of overcome and then the other side like we were saying earlier with um someone who doesn't have children doesn't understand that I can't just uh, a drop of a hand and also just... there's that thing of if they don't have children and you, you've kind of decided that you don't want any more children, you're done. Mm. But do they? Because then that's a big yeah. factor in it, isn't it? Because if they want children and you don't, yeah. what's the point in carrying on? Because you're probably not going to change your mind. They probably won't. And why deprive someone of that? Well, you know, I had that quite recently mm. when I was, I was dating someone. Um, not so much anymore. Um, and... I just flippantly asked a question like we were, we were on a, I think we were on our first date and um, we were talking about children and I said um, I said oh you know you haven't got any children have you said no I said oh do you want any children he said yes and I was like oh shit and I was like well I don't want any more like I don't want any more children and kind of left it at that and then sort of later like you know a week or so later we had the conversation again because I was like I thought about it and I thought look I need to just I know this is like a really serious thing to talk about but I don't want to be wasting anybody's time no I don't want children and he was like well I like 
he he seemed all right about it at first and then he changed his mind and was like no i absolutely do want children we carried on dating for a little while after that but it kind of fizzled out and stuff but you know there is you know there is that where like i won't tend to like talk on any dating apps if it says that they've they want children Mm. i don't tend to talk to people so you said it is a bit of a waste of their time because that's not something you want to offer them no i mean i'd never say never like do you know what i mean like you can never i mean i know you've said it never absolutely not but like i mean i'm 99 percent sure that i don't want to have any more children i'm at the age now you know we've just got our degree and i want to get my career and everything off the ground and you know i've got a nine-year-old and i don't i don't want to put that pressure on him and i don't want him to feel like the same with yeah, you that kind I of i don't want him to feel excluded yeah that he's I mean, he, mm, and someone he else he doesn't want me no. to have any more children he's no like, does he, he, no, said he that. doesn't want to share his room <laughs> and he doesn't want to share his toys and he's like no. he's too used to being an only child now isn't yeah he? his exactly stuff is yeah his stuff he hasn't got to share it with anybody you know no. if he puts that bit of lego down that's going to stay there no yeah. one's going to take it in their room or whatever and, you know you know i would we've got such a bond and I would never want to you know the same as sort of what you say it's like I would never want to like disturb that with mm, another yeah you know because no matter what you say like if you have a baby you know you have a baby they take up a lot of time I mean they sleep a lot but you know but what if you get one that doesn't sleep well, a lot yeah you know you were very lucky with Jacob he was yeah a really good baby but what if you got one that kept you up all night and then ultimately then keeps him up at mm. night because then you're but then you're yeah that's what he, uh, he then says resentment. Like, before, like, yeah. he's gonna cry and wake me up in the night and i'm like <laughs> you know so yeah it is it is but you know there's a lot more blended families out there now there's a lot more i mean when i first started like dating and things i was i loved the idea of like a blended family because i decided i didn't want any more children i'm like oh well if they have children it's like it's gonna be wonderful but now the more time goes on i'm like eh don't know if I really want to get involved with someone else's children to be honest that's it, and it's then taking you've got to on... deal with another baby mama and we're all crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's very true yeah and it's it is it changes everything it changes dynamics of everything yeah. and and it's that like it's different rules in different houses and stuff because yeah. I know yeah. friends of mine who have got blended families you know they might be a stricter household than they're used to or you know, they get held accountable for a lot more in in this blended family's house than they do their own house, you know, so it's a bit, that's kind of the, you treat them the same as your own children, but they're not used to that because they're from a different family and it all gets a bit... And then would the the father of the child resent you telling, if you had to tell the child off? Yeah, or reprimand exactly. or whatever you have to do and then does the mum get involved saying my child came home from you and they're yeah. not and happy happen. because it, yeah, yeah. that, that just creates there's a lot of issues mm. and problems potential issues and problems and then sometimes it, it works beautifully yeah, yeah. oh god yeah gets on yeah. really well yeah. and, and all the siblings get on and they treat each other like they are siblings. there's a lot of variables depending yeah, upon that isn't there I mean for me I'm just happy the way I am now yeah. like as I am single I think mom, if you're satisfied with, with things like, then... if I meet someone I meet someone yeah. whatever but I'd rather maybe wait until he's a bit older mm. and then you know don't have to worry about that and I'd rather maybe someone who didn't have children or had older children and you know because I just like I love my child but other people's children 
That's it. Do you know what? Everyone I, over there, if I know, has said the same yeah, thing. You love that's, your that's, own. Yeah, but other kids. Yeah, they're not like um, because they're not your responsibility. Yeah. No. You can't tell them off, and you no. can't. You like say to the parent, "Oh, do you really think they're out of your jurisdiction?" Aren't they? You know, would you want someone to do that to you? Oh, you know, would, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, if that's you said, the thing. Oh, do you really think Jacob should be eating that or whatever? Yeah. Here's some facts, have some of them. You just don't know what... Well, you sort of resent people trying to muscle in on that, don't you? You know, trying yeah. to, like... It's, yeah. it's the whole protective mama bear thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, you can't tell me what I'm doing right or wrong. Yeah. Like, and with a partner, say, for example, with you, even if they didn't want to have children, not children, but how would you feel if they told your son off? How, you know, if he'd... Well, I mean, I did... I did have a partner after his his father uh, had a long-term relationship and lived with the guy and, you know, he looked after him, he told him off and things like that when he was younger. It'd be, it's it's different now. and it, it, As they grow, everything, it changes, rules change, mm. everything, like the way you come around, like the way you approach things changes. You know, he's nine years old now. No, I don't think I would be comfortable with someone telling him off because... I, I don't know. I don't. I don't really know how to explain. It. I wouldn't. I'd rather they come to me and say, "Do you know, like he's done this," and I would have a chat with him about it. I mean, unless he like went up to him and punched him in the face or something, you know, maybe. You know, you maybe you have permission. a right to be like, "Well, I don't think you should do that, or whatever." Because yeah, because you tell like, them anyone off that you'd say it to an adult yeah. you, if they did that. If an adult yeah. came up to yeah. you and punched you in the face, you'd be like, uh, "I'll speak to your mother." <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk to your mother about, about this. <laughs> but yeah, like I mean. The thing is as well, and I mean, I'm not bigging myself up again, but Jacob is a very, he's a very good boy. He will always ask for things, mm. you know, always ask, can I have a biscuit? Can I have this? Can I download this game on my thing? Can I yeah, watch this on Netflix? Good. Can I do, you know, he but always That's because you've set permission. boundaries. Boundaries yeah. so You've told important. him what's yeah. acceptable and what's not. Yeah. You know, you can't just go and get your own biscuits you have to ask otherwise if he, if he could go and get his own biscuits all he'd eat was biscuits well i yeah, think boundaries are a good blueprint for life yeah to oh, be honest just, yeah yeah because even as adults it's good to have boundaries with friends isn't it and, and i uh, think you're setting you're setting that child up to be who they are as yeah well. you are sort of shaping them if there's boundaries of things and you say you should ask for this they learn to be respectful don't they? and it's i like think i saw a really interesting meme the other day and it's a, not quite on topic but it is there was a, a guy um, with his child walking along with his child and there was a dog and he was like oh can I pet your dog mm. and the the little boy asked so why did you ask to pet the dog why didn't you just stroke it and he was like because you should always ask before touching or stroking anything and he was like that's setting yeah. your children up to yeah. ask permission for things definitely you know and it's shaping them that actually you can't just go around stroking things and doing whatever you and want and helping yourself to things yeah and, because yeah. you should always ask and that is a good you know well that gets in... people's backs up as yeah. well and then that that creates problems doesn't yeah. it and and even career-wise and stuff later on in life, you should always ask for things, mm. you know. If you want more money, ask for it. Yeah. What's the worst they're going to say is no. It's yeah. the same as asking for a biscuit when you're a child. Can I have a biscuit? No. Yeah. 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 Can I have a biscuit? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's setting you up to ask those questions. And I know it seems like such a trivial thing, but it is the psychology behind it and what you're setting your kid up to do. 
I, I just think that's, you know, they're good life lessons, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. You know, just ask. Like, speaking about sort of like me dating, I know you have a lifelong, like, long term, lifelong partner. Feels um, lifelong. <laughs> I was going to say lifelong. Lifelong. You know, if, if for hypothetical reasons you weren't together, would you consider dating someone with, with children? I know when you first sort of started seeing each other, he did have a youngish child. Um, I mean, you can talk about your experience with that as well if you want. But just for now, would you, would you be comfortable dating someone with children? Or, or, like, therefore, then you having to sort of take on a parental role, would you be comfortable with that, do you think? My immediate reaction... Um, oh, no! Yeah, would, would <laughs> probably be... a vomit coming up in yeah. the back of my throat. <laughs> would be no, but you just don't know till you until that situation arises because at my age I would struggle to find someone without children but then I would always be quite because I always said if something happened to Sean I think that would be it I'd be quite happy on my own or me and Walter come live with me (laughs) yeah we'd have a cat colony Um, but then you'd be taking on a parental role with her oh yeah that's true (laughs) oh with Jacob (laughs) yeah yeah her she needs more I'll take her in hand Um, Uh, excuse me she does feed herself though oh well that's a bonus yeah Yeah. does she wipe herself I think so (laughs) um sorry um yeah i i think um yeah it's really hard to say like so my immediate reaction would be no because i know i'd be happy just me just on my own but then say if someone did come along um i think you'd have to look at the whole situation Mm. like um how many children um how old are these children (laughs) is the mother still around you know because um if there is then i don't wouldn't be required not that much would be required of me um yeah, it is a difficult one. Because you've said from a very young age that you didn't want children. Obviously, like we just touched on that Sean did have a, or has a child. Um, was that, did you, was that a factor in when you started seeing him? Did you think, oh, well, I don't want children. He's got a child. Um, maybe I, was that like a negative towards, towards? Um, yeah, because I can remember when I met Sean, First, because like we met, dated, didn't see each other, but yeah, then got together properly. So I, I probably would have been 27, 28, but yeah. I was a very young 27, 28. Yeah. I was working um, at this really cool shop in the city. I was out all the time partying. I had a very different lifestyle. Yeah. And um, then Sean came along and um, someone told me he had four children. And I was Ooh, like, wow. I know. And even my mum said, oh, Rachel, you don't want to get involved with all that. I'm like, hell no. No, <laughs> no mother, you're right. And then um, actually it turned out like he had three children, okay. stepchildren, sorry, three stepchildren. Right. But from the woman he was sort of, uh, it's all complicated. And then um, <laughs> and then um, there was uh, his child who was seven at the time. Yeah. And I remember him saying, oh, I'll, I'll bring you in to meet you, into the shop to meet you. And I was like, oh no, we're, we're really busy, you know. Um, <laughs> and um, and it sounds awful, but I really thought, Hank, well, this before I knew I wasn't serious about him. So I thought, yeah. oh, look, there's no need for me to meet a child. And um, then we did get serious and he yeah. still kept saying about meeting said child. And I was... I was like, yeah, but why? And he's like, yeah, but if you're in my life, you'll be in her life. I said, yeah, but she doesn't live with you. And I really, this sounds really, I did not get 
get it. I didn't get yeah. it because I haven't got any children in my yeah, life. And you don't have that maternal. Don't have that maternal. My brother and sister haven't got, so I'm not an auntie. At this point, my friends hadn't had children either. Mm. So I really did not. I'm feeling ignorant here, have but yeah, I didn't yeah, understand. Yeah. I mean, obviously, since then, I, I, I do realise the importance of it all. Um, and um, yeah, I, and then I can remember um, we had the the meeting and um, yeah, that like I say, my role in her life, um, I, I suppose I was more like just like an older friend, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Because um, she she's got a mum who mm-hmm. she's really close to. She's got a couple of older sisters who she's really close to. So where do I fit in and all this? Sean yeah. had her every other weekend. Sometimes I would give them space, to be honest. Yeah. I think sometimes that's Which important. Which I think that's really yeah. important. Daddy daughter time. Used, that's their relationship they're used to. Definitely, because I know I like to spend someone else. time. It, I thought that was a lot for her, mm. to be honest. But I like to spend time with my mum, just yeah. us two. So yeah. I thought it's important. And even now, she's only 24, I, st- I think they should still spend yeah. time together. Um, and... Um, yeah, it's just important to have that. Otherwise, resentment yeah, can grow. I as think well. it's what I was just about to say. Yeah, like, I think you know, especially like at the beginning of your two relationship, if you were getting like involved in their time, they might start to look at you like the evil stepmother kind of thing. Because like, that encroaching in and taking that time. Well, I actually had to explain this to Sean, um, considering he's the one with experience with children. <laughs> I'm not, but I, but because I have. All right, I haven't got experience with children, but I've been a child, so yeah. I know those feelings. Yeah. So mm. when he sort of kept saying, oh, we can roller skating, and as much as I like roller skating, um, I'd sometimes be, well, I'm going to take a step back because she yeah. hasn't seen you on her own. If I'm always there, I know how I would have felt about yeah. this. I'm not saying that everyone's the same because mm. we're definitely not, mm. but she was used to seeing Sean on her own a yeah. lot. So, you know, that was a mixture. Of, of, I thought that's important to have a mixture of it all. And... Um, I can remember my, I, I didn't live with him at this point, but my stuff was in the bathroom and um, she's a little girl. She was curious to look at it and I can, he, he told her off and I said, don't do that. You're going to create resentment because like yeah. she picked up like a bath bomb or something mm. and he was like, that's expensive. Put that down. You can't touch it. And I said, no, 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 can, you don't yeah. approach like that. Yeah. It's only, A, it's only a bath bomb. What harm is she going to do? But B, even if it was like a, bit of bloody diamond oh, yeah. or whatever you know which do you have diamonds just laying around the house just like, just oh yeah it's just my rubies my <laughs> sapphires <laughs> emeralds you name it i've got it and um <laughs> i've got loads of stones gold stones <laughs> all the stones um so yeah you know i there are way i you know i said don't like, create a problem basically it yeah. sounds like you were a little bit more of the mature thinking ahead and thinking of people's feelings than, than Sean may have been. Definitely, like, but I, this is actually... Maybe, sh- like, sorry to interrupt, sorry. but maybe in a way, like, from, not that I'm a man, but from his sort of perspective as being a parent, maybe he was trying to, like... Make sure in, all the world... Make sure, mesh. like, you're I think he in, was, like, but that was forced, because you know, I said to him, things have got to happen organically. Yeah. Sean doesn't understand the word organic. He's like, <laughs> um, he tries to force things. Like, when um, he used to pick his daughter up, he used to be like, say hello. I'm like, no, don't do that. Yeah. Don't force... Yeah, because sometimes as adults we don't even want to say no. hello, you yeah. know. And you're going to create more problems this yeah. way, believe me. And but but 
to be fair to Sean, this isn't just this situation. He's like this with every aspect of life. He, he, we always laugh and say, Sean doesn't understand life. You know, he doesn't... He, he, I don't know why. Just a bit of a bulldozer, Bulldozer, my God. He's like a blunderbuss. You know, he doesn't know how to approach things or no. people. Or, like, social skills. That's it. Social skills. <laughs> talking, skills. But talking of the, like, forceful thing of, like, making a child say hello to things. I read an article a while ago about... Um, whether you should tell your child to give relatives and oh, things yeah, like yeah. friends or family hugs and kisses goodbye or hello or anything. And yeah. whether you should sort of say, you need to go and hug nanny goodbye or you need to go... Especially and, like, in these times, like yeah. in the whole pandemic and stuff. They've all, this generation has been told not to touch people. Yeah. They're going to be really <laughs> like weird. Yeah. They're going to be like, can't touch! Oh no! Look, but not virus. <laughs> but it was no more touching. of like you know of the, of the choice thing where you know it's it's much more spoken about now about the choice and no is no and you know if you don't want to be touched then you don't have to be touched. And yeah, you don't have to hug someone. So there, that's there was, good. That, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it was a really interesting article about that whether that's some kids, something that you should or shouldn't do. Some kids are very different as well. Yeah. Like uh, my friend's got two little girls and they're wildly different. One is a she'll sit on the end of the sofa. She doesn't need cuddles. Blah, blah, blah. The other one is like a koala she's just on you mm. the minute you're there and my friend has to say oh look Karis might not want to have you all over her right now and I'm like no it's okay and other days I'm like can you not yeah like yeah. I can't have you clambering on me I love you but please just sit Need down space you know and she does she's kind of getting to that age now where she's grasping that concept of okay it's not okay today but it might be tomorrow but mm. she is a little koala she needs cuddles you know she's she's a kid who needs that touch that's her love language mm. is that she likes touch and feel and hugs and kisses and most of the time with her it's so lovely and sometimes when you even if you're feeling down you think oh I'm gonna go see them because I know I'll get the best cuddles and the, mm. you know she'll just come running up to you and just swing her arms and legs around you and you're like right <laughs> koala is happening you know she's yeah. just there we call her a spider monkey as well because she's just <laughs> all over everybody she clambers on you you know but she's she's lovely and that's her but the other one her sibling her older sibling has never really been like that she's mm. never been a cuddly kid even when she was a baby, you know, she wasn't that fast. She, you could just sort of leave her in a in a cot, and she'd be quite happy. Whereas the other one needed that attention. She she was quite a clingy baby as mm. well. Just needed to be held all the time. Which which my friend found quite hard at first because she was like, oh, this this one needs all the. I have to carry her around while doing everything around yeah. the house. Whereas the other one, I could just be like, oh, see ya. Off you go. Go and do the washing. Ciao. You know. But you know, so imagine a parent saying to a child, ciao. <laughs> to Jacob sometimes I'm not a parent by my child see you later you know but it is and that's the thing with blended families as well like those children could be wildly different to the the ones that are already in that family you know and it's you have to adapt well I think you hit the nail on the head when you said that everyone's different yeah yeah there shouldn't be a set thing like no. oh you have to you know no matter how you feel about it you have to hug this person you have yeah. to say hello yeah you know, you've yeah had, give granny a cuddle before she goes yeah. what if he doesn't want to That's what if granny doesn't want to it's granny, an outdated like, sort of um, idea isn't it yeah. what's just been carried on and I think a lot of with a lot of things people um, don't think about it you know so um, that's just what you do and I think it comes that. to mind that um, episode in Friends um, sorry if no one's seen it but the one where they're at the wedding where um, is I think it's their auntie Ross's auntie or something grabs oh, him and kisses him on, on the, the lips. lips yeah and it is it's that it's that sort of 
ideological that blood is thicker than water yeah. it's not always that way no. like they might not have that relationship with that grandparent or that cousin or that auntie uncle whoever it may be but they might be closer with a friend or whatever but if they you know it isn't that you should say hello to this person if you don't want to say hello to anybody i'm an, as an adult i can go well, i'm not going to talk to her i can't bothered you know but <laughs> as a child you're sort of forced to say hello and i think that that can sometimes create the the social anxiety aspect of things as we kind of were always for say hello yeah oh, hello but you've got with there course, I was hiding it? behind yeah. legs and hello yeah with you know that with me it's like it's kind of like you teach the manners yes you know please Don't be rude. thank you hello goodbye whatever and then if you if if you want to run off and go and play and do whatever it's polite to say hello yeah yeah but you know, you know it's not like for you know if you don't want to hug them or kiss them or anything like especially as yeah. you said you know you're not really supposed to be touching people these days well, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know it, I mean he always gives you and yeah he always yeah but I think that's a bit of a warped that. sense that because he's we're close yeah he, I always say oh, give well, us I wouldn't a kiss expect and a him to like hug my friends or anything no. or like you wouldn't expect Rachel to come around give Rachel a big kiss and a cuddle <laughs> she'd be like ah! I'd, yeah, I I just think she'd be like, yeah, bye, bye. Well, do you know people have said that to their really? children to, about me, and I feel mortified not because of, because of them. Yeah. I think that they look uncomfortable. They clearly yeah. don't want to do it, and they're like stolen. And I'm sitting there feeling really awkward. And I was like, oh, they don't have to. It's fine. It'd be I, like me saying to you, I'll give my sister a kiss goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. I'd be like fuck, Brian. I'd be like, no, no. Angel. Oh, right. <laughs> What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Absolutely nothing. No. <laughs> yeah, she wants to tongue you, really. Yeah, that's, it. that's it. But it is. It is kind of, if you put it in those terms, it sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? It like, does, yeah. You know. But Maybe what's the difference? There, like, just because it's... Ooh. Just because it's a child, yeah, but that's good to you, apply. You need to sort of apply. a different thinking, is it? And put it in those different terms yeah. to find out if we, is that the thing you know, to would do? Would you accept that in yeah. adult life? Exactly. That's what, is that something you would do? Children grow now; they they're getting older and older, younger and younger. Mm. If you know what I mean. Um, so we need to start sort of applying adult rules in some of yeah, them. Yeah, not all not, of them, but, obviously. But relaying but it, like, would you accept would, that yeah, I, as Would I be comfortable with that? If yeah. I said to if you, If I'm not comfortable you know, with that, why am I making my child yeah. do that? Do you know what I mean? And I think that is a great analogy of it, is as an adult, would you accept that? You know? Exactly. You know, I wouldn't expect you to say... Oh, give Rachel a big kiss and a cuddle for That'd be just so weird. It would. So why are you asking? You know, why do they ask all children a to do it? kiss before we leave? Well, we might. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners don't need to know. <laughs> not, not with us two involved. I don't know what other two you got coming around. But yeah. Oh, that's the after podcast. Party, oh, yeah. those after show. parties. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it is. I think it's really it's such a minefield like with what should be accepted and especially with different people because like you know you're not the massive fan of children Rachel but some people are and they love to kiss and cuddle yeah children. but what if that child doesn't exactly. want to exactly you have to think of the the child yeah. you know like I say that that was uncomfortable for me for the child yeah and and I just really felt for the child if the child wants to come up it, of his own volition and do it because that's what he he does then fine I'll go along but because he he, he, he was that was just awkward yeah. yeah that was painful I think I've had it in the past where they've been like oh give Karis a big cuddle before she goes and I think mm. why yeah yeah they haven't got I've only come round for a barbecue a lot, of, a, bit a, lot of, a lot of people <laughs> yeah. do it I see it all the time mm. and I just think just if, just let them go they're playing I'm yeah. going they don't like I'm, I'm, I'm not really 
here to see your child. I'm not going to lie, right? Yeah. I'm not. I'm here to see you. You're my friend. I'm not friends with this child. I'm no, friends with I mean, you. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'll give you a big hug know, before I go. But say I don't hi to your child. And then I just really couldn't give a fuck. I'm not being funny. But, you know, to then be like, oh, say goodbye. Well, I mean, I haven't spoken to them for two the two hours I've been here. That's true. Why yeah. Because I, I, I think goodbye and give them a hug. Sometimes as well. Like, you have to read a situation. Because sometimes, like, Jacob's outside playing with his friends. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I'm off now. And he just bye. goes, bye. And he goes, bye, honey. And I don't, you know, but other no. times where he's up in his room playing, I'm like, Jacob, I'm going. Do you want to, like, come down and give me a kiss and a cuddle? And mm. he does. Mm. Yeah. You know, but I don't want to interrupt if he's playing with his friends. It might be no. a very serious game. I don't know what these kids play these days, you know. Even if it's a game of hide and seek, I can't be giving away his location. Like, bye, <laughs> Jake. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just don't know. So, yeah, you have to kind of read the room as well. Yeah, that read child... each situation. And plus, that's more natural that yeah. way. And like you said, it's that organicness yeah. of... of a, things don't force things into play shoehorn things in and like you know really yeah like you say force them yeah Yeah. that's that's what i think about blended families sometimes those children didn't choose to go into that situation so why should they be forced to have this relationship with this new person Mm. that's come into their life and taken either side of either the parent whether it be the woman or the man you know it's like oh well you know, and it does change relationships and it can cause strains and things like that. So don't add more pressure to it. Don't be like, oh, you must hug her. You must cuddle her. You must be snuggly. You must have the best relationship with your new stepmom or stepdad. Like, mm. oh, pressure. let it happen. Yeah. Like, you know, I've seen I've seen good examples of it and I've seen bad examples of it in my life. Um, you know, a friend of mine, hers works quite well with her girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the other one, the one on the other side of the relationship doesn't, necessarily mesh in with that because she's a very different child she she's you know, different feelings is a lot more sensitive and, yeah. than you know so there's a lot more like well actually we need to make sure they have that time on their own and yeah. that they're not you know she's not just thrown into this family that is chaotic and mad and, <laughs> and feral children running everywhere you know and it's hard and you have to find the balance that works between you both I feel like um, having this conversation with you and thinking about it is like, are you now even more so like, I'm oh, so glad I don't have to worry about this shit. Because <laughs> it's a lot. That is a lot. That is a lot. Yeah, I, yeah. Now, this would be the type of shit I wouldn't have even considered at the beginning. If I had a child, yeah. obviously that would have been considered at first. Um, and other, but other things would have been considered, mm. which I have considered and don't want. But yeah. this is just something else on top You're of like, even more it so. all. On top of the mountain, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're just, would... we're just solidifying your. You are, you are. You're <laughs> nailing the coffin. But the um, yeah, because it's. I just have to mainly worry about. Um, am I getting on with Sean? You yeah, know, I, I know he's got, but she's grown up. And she's got a family of her own. Yeah. So you know, um, but you know, just us two, really. And do you know, I, I, yeah, I think I just don't like complications. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Just don't yeah. do the complex line. Yeah. So we're pretty much going to wrap this up now, but I just have one last little question to ask you, Rachel. Um, what advice would you give our listeners that feel pressured to become a mother? Like, or have you, I mean, you've already said that you never really had felt that pressure or anything, but what would you sort of say to anyone that feels? Don't. That? Don't, <laughs> don't feel pressure. No, it's easy for me to sit here and say, because I've, even though I've never wanted to be a mother, I never felt pressured to be a mother. Yeah. But, oh God, it's it's just such a personal decision. It's the yeah. biggest decision this you'll ever I, make. I think, I think you, 
know yourself yes listen to yourself listen to yourself don't listen to what society outside thinks, voices you know those outside voices family friends yeah. whatever yeah. everybody thinks that's that not you their should life do. yeah they haven't got to live it they haven't got to deal with yeah. it on a daily basis if you've you know like you you knew from 10 years old you didn't want to be a mother yeah i've always sat on the fence you've always wanted them be true to yourself i if i make a decision that i will have children then I will be at peace with that decision and I'll say, yeah, great. And no one could talk you out of that. No, and no one could... Do- if I suddenly decide, no, I don't want them either, I'll have made up my mind and said And that. that's how you... And I'll be happy with it. You should switch it, maybe, because, like, if you... If someone's thought, right, I really, really want a child and, mm-hmm. uh, and people, outside voices, were like, oh, God, no, that'd be the worst thing you ever do. You don't want to do that. Um, you know, they wouldn't take any notice. They wouldn't no. make a decision based on that. And no. so it should be the same the it other way be. around. You You're know, right. if you again, it's a double standard. A double, yeah. If you thought, if you decided you really don't want children, people say, "Oh, please go on. Oh, you'd love it. Oh, you might change your mind. All this. Don't make a decision based on that. You no. can only make a decision based on how you truly feel. We think saying that is more pressure to have children than to not have children. Yes. Because, yeah. Oh God. Because, yes. Yeah. You know, from a young age and from you know um you know long long time ago in the patriarchal society and women are meant to birth and that's what they I don't do know how to got on a couple of hundred years ago. no i don't think either of us or any of us would have done very no. well no <laughs> we'd be in jail i think yeah. <laughs> i'll be burnt at the stake i was gonna say burnt at the stake yeah. yeah witch <laughs> she doesn't want children she must be a witch but like you know the other sort of flip side of it sort of like advice to give is if someone has decided to they've made the decision they don't want children what advice would you give them to navigate to people that'd be like well what why don't you why don't you want children well um it's not your fucking business yeah yeah broadcast broadcast it but i think um you should have to explain yourself no one's got that right to know your reason why but even though i haven't got to explain myself i do quite enjoy actually just telling the truth of yeah. saying I because re- that really shuts them up <laughs> when I say I just don't want them I'm not overly keen on them. <laughs> yes yeah if I could give birth to a raccoon I would but um yeah and I re- I just if I say that I just sound um you sort of have to out crazy them really because like <laughs> uh, like when well, I, I say I'm more of an animal person they'll they'll they, they, okay we'll leave it we'll leave it there <laughs> that's the thing I think actually you're doing the right the right thing by speaking up and saying your reasons as to not because more yeah. people should feel like they can say I'd rather give birth yeah, to a that raccoon should, that should be acceptable yeah. it should be acceptable to feel <laughs> the way you feel and I think that's important you can't help how you feel yeah why have a child that you don't want you know, if you want a raccoon exactly. get a bloody raccoon you know? I can't imagine feeling any different to what I do I just I can't force things that aren't there no yeah. and why it, should you hide that yeah it's like you know, i can't because it pretend. makes it acceptable for those other women that feel the same as you but are afraid to say it out loud well exactly it's exactly because to... i think throughout society there's been enough of people having to hide who they truly are oh, um yeah. so you know why carry on this toxic um you, you know yeah. expectation of oh. like uh, and behavior you know what, what you should just be be able yeah. to be yourself because if I decide not to have children that's not affected anyone else exactly no, it's not yeah. made and if I did have then have a baby whose life is that going to affect well probably quite a lot of people but you know what I mean <laughs> who's um you and know it directly yeah. only affects you guys yeah it's exactly your, it, at the end of the day it's your life do what you want as long as you're not harming anybody and you're living your life and you're true to yourself then exactly what the noise outside can just 
sod off. Yeah, switch off that noise. Yeah, yeah and I and I just one more thing to add before we go. And I think as well, if there are friends in your life or you know even family, if they're really pressuring you and saying you'll change your mind, blah blah blah. Don't speak to those people. They're yeah. negative people yeah. Yeah. who expect you to do something who you don't want to do. Uh, your decision. If, if you've told them, you've given your reason, yeah. you've shut it down, and they can't that. respect that, that's when you need to be like, I'm walking away from this because yeah. you're not respecting my wishes and me as a person if you're going to keep going on and on and on and on about this. I mean, I'd never you dream know. of interfering in anyone, anyone else's life. No, yeah, I'd never exactly. dream it's like of, your friends yeah. who have had children, you haven't gone all. Why have you done that? You really shouldn't have done that. <laughs> you know. I wonder if I, after a bottle of wine, I might. Have, no, but no, I know what you mean. I, I but wouldn't. you wouldn't say, oh, oh God, no, because they're you're so pregnant, happy. How with... awful. No, you know, I've had you... to train myself to like. But, but you're I've, happy um, that they're happy. And that's definitely. what you said earlier. You're happy they're happy. It's not your life. You know, you don't want to be involved with that kid. You know, you're still going to be their friend. But... Of course. And I'm still interested in what their children get up to because they're those people that's are part important... of my life. Yeah. 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 And, and, and they're part of their life. Yeah, exactly. So I do like to hear. Plus, because I haven't got them, um, I like to hear someone else's life. How different that is to mine. That makes that interesting to me, then. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. It's the way the world goes round. We're all different. We're all beautiful. And we should all respect that. Great well said. To well end. said. Well, thank you so much for yeah. coming thank on you the for pod, having Rachel. me. It's been really fun, interesting, yeah. and you know, good We've, laugh. I really enjoyed it. I think we've covered. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> we have. Out. It's gone really quickly, and I and I, I I've really had a blast. So thanks oh, so for inviting happy. me. No, of course. La- one last question. Oh God. <laughs> one last question. Would you come on it again? Yes. Yay! Yes. 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 Oh, do you know, I was going to say that. I'd always come again, but I thought I don't want to be seem like I'm inviting myself. No, no, you're always welcome. This has been yeah. an absolute blast. Not get the door every Friday. Hello, are you recording today? <laughs> what, what are we talking about <laughs> today? today? Yeah. Oh, Karis, you're going to have to move. Yeah. <laughs> got a stalker, everyone. Got a first stalker. Yay! Woo! Got a stalker. Fan of the show. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening, and uh, we'll be back with another episode soon. Bye. So that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. If you have been affected by anything you've heard today, please head over to our bio in Instagram where there's a list of services and numbers that you can contact. Bye. Bye.